Hey guys, in today's episode, we are going to be talking about what to do if you're feeling stuck in any area of your life. You're feeling like you're going through life and everything is blah. How do you get unstuck? How do you get things moving again when life feels like it's stagnant? So we're going to talk about all of those things. So if you've been feeling stagnant in any area of your life, today's episode is just for you. Welcome to Awaken Your Inner Awesomeness. I am your host, Melissa Oatman from MelissaOatman.com. If you're new, I want to welcome you. And if you're returning, welcome back. So we all have this. We've all experienced it in our life at some point. You feel like everything just slowed down and now you're in a point where you just feel stuck. Like life isn't really moving at the pace you wanted it to. Maybe you feel like you get up every day and it feels like you're on a hamster wheel. You keep doing the same thing over and over again. You get up, you get ready for work, you go to work, you come home, you make dinner, you take kids to practice or do whatever, and then you go to bed, wake up the next day and repeat it all over again. It feels like life isn't very exciting. This is very common. It happens to all of us. We get in these little funks in our life and it feels like we can't get out of it and we're stuck and we don't know how to make life more exciting. So today I'm going to talk to you about some steps you can take in order to really get your life moving again. Stagnation in life usually is a signal that it's time for us to do something different. The definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and over again and expecting different results. And here's the thing, life always gives us clues that it's time for us to make change, but often we ignore it. And when you ignore it for too long, the universe usually does something to shake you, wake you up and get your attention. And it's usually not something pleasant. So before that happens, why not take a look at your life and see how you can assess things? So the very first thing that you need to do is to take a look at your life and reassess everything. More likely than not, there's probably one area more than any other that's causing you to feel stagnant or stuck. Sometimes it's with everything, but for most of us, we can pick one area. We can pinpoint, this is where I'm feeling stuck and I don't feel like I'm accomplishing anything and I don't know how to get out of it. So it starts with, and this is something that a lot of people don't want to do, you have to look at your life If you really want to make change, you can't simply say universe, bring me change. Part of the whole process is you looking at your life and looking at the choices you've been making, because a big part of our reality is that we choose a lot of things and sometimes we make the wrong choices and that's okay. That's part of the learning process. You've been doing that since you were a kid, right? You know, you choose to reach out and touch something and it shocks you, you made a wrong choice, but you'll never do it again. Well, as an adult, we make wrong choices in a lot of areas. We choose the wrong career path. We choose the wrong relationships. We choose the wrong friendships to be around the wrong people. We just do this. It happens. But it's never too late to change where you are in your life and what you're doing. It's a choice and it's totally your choice to make. So the very first thing that you need to do is to assess your life. Is there one area of your life where you're feeling stuck the most? Maybe it is every area, and that's okay too. We get into these places where we just go into habit mode. We just keep doing the same thing because it's what we've always done, and it's what we've always known, and it's comfortable. But exciting things do not happen in your comfort zone. 
And I've got news for you. You're going to have to step outside that comfort zone if you really want to experience anything that's exciting. Because it's not going to happen when you're inside your safe little box. And I know you don't want to hear that, especially if you're an introverted person. And believe me, I get it. I was the kid who would stand there and not talk to anybody because I was afraid that I would say something that would make me look stupid. So I just didn't talk to people. And everyone thought I was a snob. And I wasn't a snob. I was very shy and very awkward and didn't want to get out there. And now look at me. I have a podcast, okay? Now I don't care what people think of what I say. And that has taken a lot of growth. But you can do it. I'm here to tell you you can do it because I've done it. And you can do it too. It might be a little uncomfortable, but that's okay. Give yourself some grace. We're not doing this to find fault in ourselves. We're not doing this to blame ourselves or to have shame in any of the choices that we've made. This has nothing to do with that. This is a process that is all about figuring out what is going to make us happy. So when you look at your life choices, do not beat yourself up over them. You did not have the tools at the time when you made the decision. And even if you did, you are trying to combat all kinds of things like family DNA. Okay, a lot of these choices we make, like, for example, if you've had alcoholism, it's probably run in your family for generations. You're breaking generational curses right now. Seriously. So be gentle with yourself because we have been pre-programmed with these stories and conditions from childhood. You're trying to literally fight your DNA and your biology in order to make these changes. So be very gentle with yourself because that, my friend, is not easy. It's not easy. And if you're even attempting to do this, I applaud you. You deserve credit because it is not an easy task, but it is possible. And you can do this. And I encourage you to try. So look at your life and see if there's any area of your life that sticks out that, hey, I'm not happy in this area. And if it's every area, fine, go with it. Sometimes we do have to totally redesign our lives. But oftentimes it's one specific area that's going to jump out to you and say, I'm not really happy in my career. Or I'm not really fulfilled in my relationships. Whatever it is, I want you to really dig in there. What is unfulfilling about it? Is there something that you can name? Doing the deep diving work where you dig and say, why is this happening? Why do I feel this way? That's what's going to bring you to the solution. So what is causing the unhappiness there? Is it that my job is boring and I go there and it's mundane and I do the same things over and over again? Or is it that it's stressful and it's too much work and that I have toxic coworkers? Like, what is it specifically? What is it about the relationship you're not happy with? Maybe I don't feel like I'm getting the love that I put out. Whatever it is, really ask yourself those critical questions. The whys, being very curious about what's not working is what's going to bring you to the problem, and then that's going to help you come to a solution for the problem. So really do the deep diving work. You can journal it if you're really good at writing and you like writing, but believe me, I have clients who come to me and they're like, I don't want to have to write. I don't want to do any journaling because I don't like writing. I get it. You don't have to write it down. You have a little tool on your phone called the voice memo. You can just record yourself talking And listen to it back. And I know you're going to say, I don't like to hear my voice. Well, suck it up. I don't like hearing my voice either, but I have to every time I publish a podcast. 
the point of this is you need to hear back from yourself what isn't working. And in writing, you can read it and look back and say, oh, there it is. But if you're not going to write it, you have to listen to it. So you're going to have to get used to listening to your voice and listen as you talk out the problem. Like, what's going on? What is it that I don't enjoy about this particular situation? What's causing me the most anxiety or unhappiness? What's going on? You've got to get really curious about what's happening. A lot of times what happens is we go on autopilot and we want to just pray it away and think it's going to get better if we think positive thoughts and if we just keep going and moving forward. That isn't how it works. You have to do the work. You do. Sorry to tell you that. I know you want to just be able to take a magical pill or do one meditation and it'll be better. You can't. You have to actually look at your own life and look at yourself and even looking at your own actions because it's going to show you that there's a pattern of behavior that you're repeating that if you were just to learn how to break that pattern, learn how to do things differently, your life could change in amazing ways. And that's a lot of the work that I do with clients when they come to me for coaching. So we look at their patterns of behavior and their belief systems. Because when you can dismantle the belief systems and dismantle the patterns of behavior and change those, things get amazing. It's so worth it. Your life can become so much better if you just do the work. So do the reflection. Then when you figure it out what it is exactly that is causing you the most unhappiness, the next step is to make a plan. What are some things that you can do to change your situation? So let's say you don't like your job. Can you find a different job in the same field? Maybe it's because you have toxic coworkers. I had someone reach out to me recently that she had a choice and she had a choice between two jobs and she had been at one for a long time and she was really struggling with the decision whether she should leave or not. And the other job didn't pay as much money, but she decided to take a leap of faith because she was very unhappy where she was, talked about the options there. And she went ahead and took the leap of faith and she took the new job and From seeing her post, she's very happy she did that because it's so much less stress. So things to think about. Are there little things you can do to change what you're doing or where you are? So if you're in a relationship that isn't working, can you go to counseling with this person? Can you express your needs and will this person listen and actually take your needs into consideration? Can you work on it? Or... Is it too far gone and this person isn't willing to see things from your perspective and so you have to let it go? Always think to yourself that your sanity, your peace, your inner peace, your happiness is the most important thing. It really truly is. And I know that a lot of people don't see it that way. A lot of people will try to make you feel guilty and make you feel like you need to stay at a job because you've been there for a long time. They'll say, what about your retirement? A lot of people will try to say you should stay in a marriage because you have children. Those are all the typical responses that we get. But how great of a parent are you if you're dying a little bit inside each day, every day you have to stay stuck in that situation? Or how great are you of an employee if you hate your job and every day you come to work, you want to be anywhere but there? You're not going to be very productive. You're not going to be happy. 
it's going to drain your energy. It drains those around you because, you know, you can tell people who don't really like their job. It's obvious. So staying stuck is actually costing you a lot. It's costing you your happiness. It's costing you your inner peace. So what are some steps that you can take to help you get unstuck? And they can be very little steps. It could be a little thing like looking into what it would entail to go back to school to change your career. It could be, I like my career, but I don't like where I am. So it could be putting your resume out there, getting on LinkedIn and looking at different things. Again, it's going to be different depending on each one of your situations. But let's say like you don't like your body and you want to lose weight. What are some little things that you can do to get started? And little things could be like, well, I drink soda every day. I'm just going to not drink soda. I'm going to replace it with water. That seems like something that wouldn't make a difference. But honestly, there's so much sugar in soda. It's something that makes a huge difference. And your body needs the water anyway. So there are a lot of little things we can do, little switches and adjustments. If you feel like you need a big major change, that's okay too. I have done that in my life. I've made complete career changes and it paid off in the end because it was something that I really loved doing. So I'm here to tell you whether the changes are big or small, you are worth the investment that you make in yourself to make the changes so that you can be happy. You didn't come here to be broke or to be stuck or to be unhappy. We came here to live our best lives, to experience love and abundance and wealth and happiness in all areas of our life. If you're not experiencing that right now, it's time to really figure out why. What changes do you really need to make? And then you need to take action. So coming up with the plan is the first step. But then you have to take action. There's energy behind everything that you do. And the universe always responds to our energy. So if you're sitting there and saying, I want to do this, I want to do this, I want to do this, but you don't do anything, you're putting this stagnant energy out into the universe. And what is that being met with? Stagnation. Because nothing's happening. Nothing's going to continue to happen until you actually take action with whatever it is that you want to do. So if you want that new job, work on your resume. That could be the first step. You know what? This week, I'm going to work on fine-tuning my resume. Next week, I'm going to send out my resume. I'm going to post it on LinkedIn. I'm going to go look at the help wanted ads in LinkedIn or whatever, the job openings. I'm going to go and look at them and see if there's anything out there that matches what I can do. I'm going to go get some college pamphlets and see if I can afford to go back to school, if I can get loans, or if I can get scholarships, how can I make this work? And I promise you, if you put this out to the universe and you say to the universe, this is what my intentions are, this is what I want to do, and you take aligned action towards it, and it doesn't have to be something huge, but you start taking some aligned action towards it, the universe is going to match your energy. And it's amazing what can happen. Things can fall into your lap. When I said I wanted to go back to school, all of a sudden, I started having people who had these waivers for school that they would get that would be like a free class. And they would give them to me or sell them to me for a really cheap amount. And I had my whole master's degree, seriously, I had paid off. I had a little bit of a loan 
That also got paid off later. Um, but I was able to completely pay for my master's degree as I was going because I would take one or two classes. I would have these waivers and they just seemed to fall into my lap when I needed them. And it was really amazing. I was super thankful for that. And then whenever I went back to school, there was a program. If you were a teacher and you taught at a Title I school for five years, then you could apply to have your student loans paid off. So I did that. You know, I knew, I heard about this program when I was only two years in, and I was like, oh, I wish this was available now. But I just kept, I remembered it, kept it in my mind, and I kept working and paying off my loan. And then I applied for the program, and I got the rest of my loan completely paid off. So there are ways, and the universe is amazing at bringing you solutions to your problems when you continue to talk to the universe and put effort forward and say, this is my intention, this is what I would like to do, please show me the way. I always say, please bring people and opportunities into my life that can help me reach my goals. And be very clear about what those goals are. Sit down and write them out. Like, this is what I hope to have happen. A lot of people use vision boards. I love vision boards. It's a really clear way of seeing what you want to happen. And it's fun to look at them. And you can change them if you don't like where they are. Sometimes you need to go back and revise your vision board. I did that not too long ago. And you can look at them and really imagine what it's like for your life to look like your vision board. I've had so many people tell me when they make vision boards, like, it's crazy, this car that I put on my vision board, I'm getting it, and it looks just like the one I had on my vision board. So things really can happen if you envision it. It is possible, but you have to work together with the universe, and you have to take some aligned action in order to reach your goals. So once you've decided to take this action, Keep going back and reflecting. One of the, I think, most motivating things is when I go back and I look at, I look at my plan for my life, I actually write out goals for the year and I write out a plan for the year. Like, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this. And when you go back and you look at it and read it, it's so empowering to be able to check things off and say, yeah, I did that. Yeah, that happened. Because my very first list of goals, things I wanted to accomplish, on it I had that I wanted to create a podcast, I wanted to write and publish a book, and I wanted to um, have my own business. Those three things I was able to check off that list. And it felt so good to say, look, this is what you were able to do. But I would not have been able to do that if I just said, this is what I want and put it out there, but I didn't take any aligned action. And here's the thing. It might take time. That's okay. There's no time limit. Your dreams do not expire. When I started my podcast, I had maybe 10 listeners. And it's growing steadily, but it takes time. It didn't happen overnight. And, you know, don't put any limitations. It could happen overnight. Absolutely don't doubt that it could happen overnight. But don't get frustrated if you don't see it happening right away. Just keep the faith have patience. I was listening to someone talk the other day on YouTube and they were talking about hope and manifesting with a feeling of hope. If you have hope, that means I hope it'll happen, but it may not happen. 
you can't have that attitude when you want to manifest things. And I think that's where so many of us go wrong because we say, I hope that this will happen. And having hope, I know we all have been told that hope is a positive thing. Have hope, have hope. But the more I thought about what he said, the more it made sense that, yeah, if I just hope, oh, I put my manifestations out there and I hope it's going to happen, it means that I have somewhere in my mind that it may not happen. And you cannot manifest something if you have doubts that it could happen. We've got to get rid of the fear and get rid of the doubt. And that is another thing that I do with my clients. When the people come to me for coaching, one of the things we do is we tap away the fear. Fear is a huge thing that holds people back. I cannot tell you how many times clients have come to me and the biggest thing they've struggled with is fear. It manifests in different things like perfection is a form of fear procrastination is a form of fear. So it will manifest in different ways, but it's all fear. And fear has two meanings. It can mean forget everything and run, which is what a lot of people do. They're like, oh, I can't do this, so I'm just going to walk away. Or it can mean face everything and rise. Because at any time in my life when I've wanted to run, it hasn't served me. But if I face something and the fear starts to bubble up within me, I know something's happening, I decide to face it. So for me, figuring out what's causing the fear, you get to that curious state again. What's going on? Why is this happening? What's causing this emotion to rise up in me? How can I change this? It's all about getting very, very curious about what's going on. And when you can ask those questions, why is this happening for me? What am I supposed to be learning? And how can I change what's happening? And it always comes back to yourself. It doesn't matter if it's something going on with someone else. It always comes back to you. When you can look within, turn it back to you, How am I playing a part in what's happening right now? What am I doing that I need to change? And not in a critical way, not like, oh, you're so stupid, you did this again. No, stop being critical. It's not about that. You're a human being. You are designed to make mistakes. But you can either beat yourself up over the mistakes you made Or you can choose to look inside and say, how can I be better? Okay, I did this thing. I did it again. Here we go again. I'm in the same cycle. What do I do? How do I shift this? Oh, I can shift this by looking at what's really going on. And you know, if you can't figure it out, don't beat yourself up over that either. A lot of people need help. I've gone to coaches and counselors before because I couldn't figure out what was going on. And it really opens your eyes to work with someone because they can see things that you cannot. You're so close to your own situation that it's hard for you to see what you need to fix. Or maybe you know what to fix, but you don't know how to do it. That's understandable too. It's very difficult to heal by yourself. So working with a coach, working with a counselor is an amazing way because they give you tools to fix what's happening. 
This is how you make it better. This is how you shift it. This is how you behave differently in the future. And it feels so much better when you get out of that cycle of, oh, here I go again. Look what I did again. Don't beat yourself up. We all do it. But this is the time for you to really look and reflect within and say, okay, if my life is not going the way I want it to, how can I do something different? And it takes doing something different. You cannot keep doing the same thing over and over again and thinking your life is going to get better. It's not. If you're not doing anything different, why would anything change? You have to be the thing that changes. If people around you aren't willing to change, if you go within and change yourself, either they'll realize they better change quickly or they're going to get left, or they'll, you'll leave because they're not changing. And that's okay too because it means that you put more value on yourself, which is what we need to do. So many times we worry about everyone else and we let our own needs go to the wayside and we ignore what we need because we want everyone else to be happy. And the truth is, if you're not happy, you can't make anyone else happy. It starts with you. You need to work on that self-love, setting those boundaries for yourself and deciding that you want something better for yourself because you deserve it. If you want to make small changes, there are so many ways you can. And I have so many programs out there that can help you. One of the best, if you're on a budget, programs that I have is my 10-day intensive self-love course. Because it's only $20, but it's yours to keep forever. And there's 10 daily lessons that includes videos and tools that you can use to help you shift how you feel about yourself and to shift your self-love and put the attention back on you. And that course is yours to keep forever. So you don't have to do it in 10 days. You can take a week for each lesson or a month or however long it feels right for you. Whatever you decide is perfect. There's no time limit. I also have my Love Your Life course, which I love because it's little ways every day you can make your life better from learning how to work with your angels to learning how to use meditation, to emotional freedom technique and tapping, learning how to get rid of limiting beliefs around money and love and all of those things. Plus, the Love Your Life course also includes a one-on-one session with me. And you can find out more information about that on my homepage on melissaoatman.com. Or you can work with me one-on-one for 30 days. I have my 30-day intensive purpose life coaching And in that, we work together. We have four one-on-one sessions, and you have access to me for 30 days. So even if we don't have a session and something comes up, we can jump on a call quickly, or I can communicate with you. I have made private meditations and tappings for my clients and sent them to them. Everything that we do is to help you live your absolute best life, to shift out of those old stories and beliefs about yourself so that you can start living a life that feels really awesome. Not a life where you wake up every day and go, I can't believe this is my life. I keep feeling like I'm on a hamster wheel and I'm living the same day over and over again because that's not what we came here to do. It's time for you to shift out of those old stories, to invest in yourself so you can be the happiest version of yourself possible. And you deserve that. 
You absolutely deserve that. It's your birthright. So if you want to work with me, just book a free discovery call. There's no commitment. If you book a discovery call with me, you can do that from my homepage. We'll jump on a call and see what you want to work on. And I can tell you all of the programs I have that could help you. And I consider your money and your time and all of that. I'm not trying to push my services on you. I just want to help you. And my intentions are very pure, just to help you heal with grace and ease so that you can be happy and live your best life. That's what I want for each and every one of you. All right, guys, I pulled a card for you today. And the deck today that I use is the Daily Guidance from Your Angels deck by Doreen Virtue. And it's Have Confidence. Moving forward does not necessarily require you to have confidence in yourself. Confidence in God is enough, along with knowing that God works through you and with you in all ways. Lean upon us if your confidence wavers, and we will buoy your courage and faith. All right, I love that. It's true. Maybe you don't necessarily have confidence in yourself, but have confidence in God and the universe, knowing that they're always working behind the scenes on your behalf to bring you what's for your highest good in divine timing, but you have to do your part. You have to also energetically add to it and take steps so that the universe can match you. All right, guys, I want to thank you so much for being here with me today. As always, if you like this podcast, please subscribe. Please leave a positive review from wherever you're listening. And the greatest compliment you can pay me is to share this podcast with anyone you think might enjoy it. Also, don't forget to follow me on social media. I go live Mondays at 630 Central on Facebook, where I do a free card reading. If you show up for the live, I'll pull a card especially for you. If you can't be there live, you can watch the replay. People still get messages from the replay as well. Also, if you want to work with me, go to my website, melissaoatman.com. There you'll see all the services I offer. You can book or you can purchase them directly from the website and then contact me to schedule your session. You can also just schedule a free discovery call so we can talk and see how I might best serve you. And if we would line up energetically, I would love to work with you. All right, guys, I am sending you so much love and light. I hope you have a beautiful day from wherever you're listening. And I will talk to you soon. Bye, guys.